Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Every year when these massively important buy rounds comes around, there's always a big curveball. And we happen to get a couple in this round 13 team list. Obviously, the guys on your screen now, Jackson Ford, Kalen Ponga, and Jack Bird are there, which is great news. I love seeing that uh, in, you know, in, in on the screen there. It usually means they have been picked. So that is good news. But, you know, Bird was picked last week and, and then was a late out. But it looks like the squad that they've named, they will need him because there is a late out. And we're about to see that now. And I'm very unfortunately for those that did bring him in last week or the last couple of weeks, there's not a, a big group of people, but there are a few. And that's Jaden Sewer. He's actually, you know, succumbed to a small hamstring injury. So it sounds like it's a one to two week thing, which, you know, is how it is with most hamstrings. And yeah, he'll get his rest this week. Jack Bird got his rest last week. And I doubt that they can play without Jack this week. He got his rest last week. They got the win, which was great news, and he has returned. And in this team list, guys, there are less of them, which is you know a lot easier to analyze, but we're going to go a little bit further into all of them. And there's obviously got to be a lot of newer options that we haven't seen before. You know, most of the team lists that we've been going through have been fairly self-explanatory with you know not too many changes, but we do see a few here and you know potentially a few guys to avoid given they will likely play you know, one or two matches over the next sort of, you know, the rest of the season, to be honest. So we'll go through that in detail. And Jaden Sua, if you do own him now, don't sell him because he's been doing really, really well. And, and hopefully it is just a one weekend injury. And we, you know, we do find a little bit more information out about that. So let's, you know, wait if you do own him until uh, you know, a couple of days. And, and you know, they, their first, their game is on Thursday. So hopefully we find out a little bit more come Thursday. But this team here is actually being captained by DeBellin. So you look at this bench, you look at the starters for, for them and their forward pack. It's Francis and Michael Molo in the eight and the 10. You got Ben Murdoch-Masilla who, you know, played 80 last week. He probably has to do that again, but if he doesn't, you know, you'll see potentially, you know, one of the, the interchange guys play a little bit of edge, but again, it's unlikely with the, the players they have named. You've got Mbai who is back on the interchange now, 
with Sullivan coming back into into the seventh spot with Hunt out. So Embi and also Little will switch minutes there. Couchman, Hunt, and Kerr will all play you know, smaller minutes. And if you hold on to medical seal this whole time, then you, you get a nice benefit here of a couple of weeks in a row in the starting side, which you know, I wish I did hold on to him now because you know he would have made... Yeah, the Ben Ben Murdoch, the money man, Masilla would have made a lot of extra cash for all of us. But if you do have to hold him or Couchman and play them, I think that they're going to get obviously Murdoch, Masilla close to eighty minutes. Couchman probably you know thirty or forty and be able to get you like a mid twenties type of score, which is going to be cool. But the big benefit out of this is Jack but Jack DeBellin, I think likely plays close to eighty minutes in this one. He got the eighty out last week with you know, Laurie getting going down injured. And I think he'll do the 80 again, being captain as well, just being on the park for the entirety of this game. Unless they're absolutely getting smashed or something like that, I think he'll play out the 80 and is a terrific captaincy option. So that's the big news out of the Dragons. Obviously, as I said, Sullivan will play the seven position. And you know, if you're still holding on to Sloan, he is still there, obviously. But other than that, there's not a heap out of that squad. So let's turn our attention to the Dolphins. And Cody Nikarima actually moves to the fullback position. It would be delightful if he was available at wing fullback in our fantasy teams, but he is not. And, you know, either way, if you do have to play one of him or Isaiah Katoa, I think Cody Nikarima is your man. I'm a little bit you know, annoyed or worried for Isaiah Katoa's kick meters. I think it will be split now between Milford and Katoa. They both seem to demand a fair bit of ball, a fair bit of the kicking. So, Splitting those meters hurts Isaiah there. Obviously, his ability to make coin from here on in is damaged a little bit with Milford being there this week. Plus, also, you know, him getting that 20 last week. So, if you don't... Uh, so, if you do have the right amount of halves, not including Isaiah Katoa, I think that he's the guy that you do move on this week if you'd like. So, have that in your minds, guys, if you're thinking about that this week. Cody Nicarima, I think he's going to be a good guy to play in your side, especially against the Dragons. He should be able to come out and do pretty well in this one and get you a solid score. Obviously, a 60 last week, I, I wouldn't put you know, that on him, but uh, yeah, yeah, he should still be able to score well and be a scorer in your 13 this week, so you're starting 13. So, with Cody Nicarima going back to fullback, that means Asako stays where he is, and we do not see Valence Tafare in the starting side but he's actually named on the bench, which I don't think makes him a buy. If he's on the bench there, he probably comes on and you know, is either just straight cover for any of the outside backs, because I don't know where you would slot him in. Maybe you, you can pop him on through the middle as a bit of an impact guy, but I think he's just going to be there as you know someone that can come in and do a good job. If there is an injury to anyone in that back five, he'll come in and they'll you know, move Asako to fullback or whatever. So if you don't own him currently then it's a bit of a frustrating one because he will play, or likely play, and if he does play, he will, will make some money, but you can't buy him off the bench considering he won't be in the side next week, and then they do have a buy in 16, so it doesn't really help you for you know that game either. So balance, if you do own him, frustrating is not in the starting side, but you know, at least you get him as another number this week if you're sitting at like 11 or 12 or something like that with him there as that option. So yeah, that's probably all, all really to, to go through in this team, apart from you know, Jeremy Marshall King being a solid purchase and also Lemuelu being there in that starting side, which is always good for us that own him. Let's turn our attention to Eels and the Cowboys. So they kick off our Friday night game. So one on Thursday, guys, one on Friday, obviously less games this week. Uh, what is it going to be? Four of them? Five of them? Five of them. Yeah, that's right. Five of them with the seven teams on by. So Eels and their changes. So we see, you know, nothing changes in that back seven. 
which is awesome. Obviously, Gutho sticks there. You've got Brown and Moses are both great halves options. If you haven't watched that previous video I did, guys, I go through the best 13 uh, you know, to, to play this week, four points. And actually, I had Jaden Sua as uh, tied second with Olakowatu. So now it is just Olakowatu and also Hopgood as the best edges available this week. So if you're looking at a second guy, then yeah, Ola's going to be your man in that one. But if you're looking at you know, potential options here in the forwards, a few things obviously change. You've got Widamu Greg, who's going to be the starting prop there with Joao Fengawi. comes straight over to the Eels, and he has now been named after playing his last game for the Tigers. And what a game it was to, to see him out. So it looked like he was uh, you know fairly upset finishing that game, given that it was his last one. But you no, know, nice to see him off with a try. And yeah, salary cap and, and business, it is difficult, obviously, there. Um, but yeah, not sure. Yeah, he was obviously carrying a bit of an injury and stuff, but you know, coming into the start of the year. So yeah, that's part of the reason, I suppose, he was getting lesser minutes. And obviously, you know, having Clemmer and, and Bateman and, and Isaiah Papali, all these guys coming over. Uh, that you know the forwards was was pretty busy, so he comes now into a team that really needs him, and I think he can play sort of that fifty minutes in this game, which is going to be very very helpful to this squad. But his PPM at the moment hasn't been great, so if you do need a mid, you can obviously plug him in at a fairly cheap price. But I think him and we're, uh, him and Greg are probably going to score a similar amount this game. Minutes will probably be similar for them as well. And Greg's that a little bit cheaper, so that's something to think about. Joe, I'm looking at potentially in round uh, 15 there. They obviously will get a few troops back. You know, Junior will be back there after their bye. Um, yeah, we obviously don't see Ryan Madison, who uh, who is out, unfortunately for him. No real thoughts as to, you know, how long he's going to be out for. It just says he is sidelined. Um, you know, Enerol Physio says what he thinks. It could be anywhere between three and six weeks, but we haven't found anything out further. So keep your eyes peeled for that one. So if you do own Madison, unfortunately he will be a trade given he misses 13 definitely 14 and then potentially any rounds after that. So that's something to think about for sure. Uh, but yeah, so offer I'm going to be looking at in round 15. You can select him if you want this week, but I'm going to avoid it. Someone named Matt Dury gets another chance to stake his claim. If you have held him all this time, then that's great news for you. But just remember that Davey will return in 15. So it is a one week rental for Dury if you're looking to bring him in. So probably not ideal. Someone that's going to play huge minutes in this game is Jermaine Hopgood. I spoke about him as a great captaincy option as well. Him, Jack DeBellin, guys like Johnson, Moses, uh, your Dylan Brown are all really solid ones with, with Tohu Harris and Cook as the best captaincy options this week. You look at their you know, forwards, obviously, Greg and Offengawi, if they both play sort of 45 to 55 minutes, you wouldn't be shocked. You know, Greg obviously had a great one last week. But then you've got Ogden, Moretti, and Makatoa on the bench. So I think Hopgood's going to play the big minutes, and all those other guys on the bench will split the minutes with Greg and Offer. And then Moretti is there, is going to be there as a bit of cover as well, with hands being able to switch with Hodgson there. So that is the Parramatta Eel side. And we'll move on to the Cowboys. And you obviously, Drinky had a cracker game in amongst the terribleness of the Cowboys. And they will be looking for a bounce back game. And they hope that it is this one here, even though they are missing a bunch of players. And this is a team we need to you know really analyze a little bit because there's going to be a few guys here that potentially get a few games. So are they worth getting into your side? And we will delve in further with Scoop tomorrow. But we have a few here. And they are Zach Laybutt and also Robert, Robert Derby there, or Derby. So both of those guys are likely going to be playing this week and also around 16. So that's something to think about, guys, is that you would get them for the two weeks. So if you do want to cash down, 
They are probably the two that are going to work out well. So you'll miss them in round 15, but that's okay. It's not something you're really going to be needing because you'll have your full strength side out in the park. Unless you have sort of four or five Cowboys, and then that round's not going to make too much of a difference to you. So Laybutt and Derby, look at both of them. Obviously, you're not going to expect the world out of them. They're playing the Eels, who just came off a really good game, and, and Cowboys are playing bad. And you know, they're missing out on Deard, and they're missing out on you know Holmesy there. Obviously, Cotter is out as well. So they're missing out on a lot of go forward, which is uh, yeah, something that's going to be really important. Obviously, Griffin Neem is back, which is really, really nice and, and helpful for the squad. But you, know, you get those two guys, as I said, as a player in round 13, in round 14, potentially. Uh, sorry, unlikely for round 14, let's say. I'd say with the Cowboys guys struggling, unless there's an injury or a niggle, they're going to be backing up like Holmes and, and you know, Talangi. So 13, 16, you probably get them as a player, which would be okay. If you need, if you haven't got really any cheap guys, like if you haven't, if you're not sitting there with a Talau, uh, those type of players that aren't playing, you've got a red dot or something like that, uh, Sean Bloor, whatever. Sean Bloor has some value, so you could trade down to, from him. But any of those cheap guys that aren't playing, avoid it. But if you don't have any of them, then one of these guys, yeah, will do a job for your side this week, get you a twenty or thirty, hopefully. Yeah, if they can go any, uh, get a try, go any better, awesome. But if not, that is fine as well. So drink water, solid option. Those cheap guys. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Have a look at for sure. And we'll talk about it tomorrow a little bit. Robson obviously is an, options, but, uh, is an option, but I'd have Cook and you know, JMK just ahead of Robson at the moment. If you can get away without, you know, bringing in a hooker, then that's great as well because I don't really like Robson as an option. He's just towering down in price as well. So that's that. Lucy Leilua, let's avoid him for now. Helam Luki, thankfully, is starting. Uh, they do have Goz on the, the bench, but he played a fair bit through the middle last week. Um, and they actually lose uh, Finifiaki. So I'm not sure what's happening with him. Uh, I'm not sure if they said anything there with just Griffin coming back and Jermaine Tenor-Brown. Um, yeah, no real chat on um, on Finnair. So, yeah, maybe that was just, you know, they've got Goz to, to cover the edges and, yeah, they've got Griffin back. And, and Oh, sorry, he's there. What am I talking about? Um, yep, don't forget everything I just said. He's still there. We just moved uh, moved numbers. So, yep. So, someone needs to go to sleep. That is me. Uh, but, yeah, Helam should play, hopefully, 60 minutes and do pretty well. He's going to mark up against uh, Dury, I think. Cartwright was on the right last week, wasn't he? Yeah, so Lucy will be up against Cartwright. I think Lukey against Dury is solid, man. I think, you know, Dury gets a little bit of running there. Should be able to get some tackles, but he's not like that uh, crazy runner that gets tackle breaks and stuff unless he's on for 20 minutes of the game. So that's that uh, in that one. So let's go to Warriors Broncos. And yeah, my interesting, interesting fellow, Chance Nicol-Cookstar, is going to be potentially in my side. It kind of fits, you know, trading Aikatoa to him. Works out well considering I don't need a half, but definitely need a fullback. I have three out in this one. So... 
yeah, craziness in that one. And then we're going to get to the very interesting games there of uh, yeah the Knights to finish things off with the changes that then that they are making there. But you know, worries that most exciting news here is Luke Metcalf has na- been named to make his debut for the Warriors here after absolutely lighting it up in New South Wales Cup and in reserves as always and in that trial at the start of the year. So he's a 319. He's a half though. We have a lot of halves on our side. So I definitely could push you towards him if you need a half this week. But if you don't, I wouldn't rush to get Luke. He could definitely come out and dominate in this one. But he's coming off a big, bad hamstring injury. And he's very injury prone, unfortunately. You know, he just keeps getting unlucky with that. He did go overseas to the hamstring, hamstring guru as well. Uh, so hopefully he comes back with a bang and can really help Sean Johnson. Beware, guys, that you know, a lot of people say, oh, I hope he doesn't take anything from Johnson. He will just run the footy a lot more. And I think that you know, Sean Johnson moving from left to right will be able to put you know, Metcalf through a gap or two. Or you know, he'll be able to help him that way. I don't think that Metcalf's going to take much away. Kicking game will, will still be left to Johnson. They'll just ask Metcalf to go out and be the spark and run the footy, which is he is best at, obviously, playing a lot of fullback, a lot of seven, a lot of six as well in his time. But in this position with Johnson, he just has to run. Run and tackle, that's his job there. Um, and, you know, potentially set up guys like Jackson Ford, who has returned. If he did hold on to him, great news that he is back and he is playing. Wade Egan, sounds like he's going to be out for at least this week, potentially next week as well. Might be back in 15. So he's got a lot going on, unfortunately, Wade. Uh, in, out, in, out with his head knocks and stuff like that. So not good. So Freddie plays a nine. Lusick, that is. Adam Fennell Blake is in the prop position, and I think he's going to be close to the best middle scorer this week. So if you own him, if you're looking at him, he's obviously highest priced, but he should be able to score the best along with Tohu Harris, who I'll be bringing in. I doubt anything in that interchange makes uh, a difference with you know, the minutes that both Adam and also Tohu are going to play. they got Siren in there, Karen. Uh, Sifakula and also you know, Tomale. So I, I don't think it really changes too much. It'll just split between Bunty, um, you know, Niokore, uh, and you know, potentially Ford doesn't play the full AD either, but we'll work that out. So I think Tohu will and do a great job, as, as I've said always with Tohu. All right, Broncos. Tristan Saylor gets his crack for the Broncos, which is very exciting. Again, one of those guys where he's very, very unlikely to play more than just this one game. So someone you don't want to look too far into. And he's also playing in a team behind a forward pack that has its back rowers, but does not have any of its uh, middle forwards. So Carrigan, Haas, and also Flegler being out of this one hurts a lot. The bench is you know, Xavier Willison, Biakura, and also Tapau. So you know, you've got Palacio, Jensen, Hetherington, the starters, and then those three. So... The go forward will be okay. Hopefully, they can stand up for the Broncos, but I, I I will be tipping the Warriors in this one. Obviously, no Walsh as well, and you know they do have Reynolds back, and he could steer them around. You know the rest of their their backs are there for the most part. Cobo's out, and obviously Walshy, but Arthur's Stags and Farnworth will be able to help out. Uh, but yeah, tipping the Warriors to to do well here, Sailor. Up to you if you want to select him, but I wouldn't be in my side. If he did hold on to Reynolds, great news. Obviously, that he you know, gets to play. In this one, which is very, very important. And that's really all on those two sides. Let's move on to the second last one of the week. And that's the Bunnies up against the Raiders. And Blake Taft goes to one. And Campbell Graham is playing in the center position. Don't look at Blake Taft, guys. He is cheap, but he uh, yeah, he, he kind of burnt a lot of people last year at this time when, uh, when Mitchell went down injured for like a six-week period. And he was just shocking. So that's that. Cody Walker will run the show with Damian Cook, which is exciting. It'll be exciting to watch, that's for sure. I think this game will be fairly close. Tavita Totola, still a solid option, guys, if you're looking at him, along with Damian Cook. 
So good news if you're looking at any of them. Harme Selly gets the start, which is good if you like. Shaq Mitchell is back, so that's very exciting, and I think he'll get some you know, decent minutes through the middle there. If you're holding on to David Moale, he's not back yet, which is unfortunate. Uh, Saluk Fafita, Talis Duncan gets his game. Again, I wouldn't be looking at him, but Liam Knight gets to start in the 13 role. Jacob Host should be playing close to the 80 minutes, I would imagine, guys, along with Cheekam, just given that they have um, some lesser minute guys in other positions, like Liam Knight. Uh, also, you know, Hamisele, Totola, all aren't going to play, you know, 55 plus minutes. Um, but Totola should score pretty well this week, I would imagine. Let's go to Raiders then. And again, not too much changes for them. Matt Tomoko coming off a lower game. Jamal Foggs, also a solid option. The biggest change here is actually in the forward pack. So Elliot Whitehead actually got suspended from last game, which is not good. But what that does do is with Hudson Young in origin and Whitehead out, they need two edge forwards. And CHN, Corey Harawira Naira, comes back into the starting side. And Corey Horsburgh moves to the edge, which I think is wild. Uh, it, it is going to, I think it will ensure that he plays the 80 minutes. Because you look at their interchange, they're playing Tom Starling, who switched with Wolford. They've got Emre Gula, who will play sort of that 45 to 50 minutes, you would imagine, considering he did that last week as well. You know, Salo there is uh, starting with Papali'i, both kind of, you know, Papali'i's about a 45-minute guy. He might play a few extra this week, but, you know, we'll see HM play the full 80, potentially, but he hasn't been playing of recent time or off the bench. Corey Horsburgh, I think, gets the full 80, which is exciting because I think he can do plenty of work on an edge and then, you know, get one-on-one with defenders and and you know, pretty comfortably get a few offloads and maybe he sneaks a trial or something like that as well. So that's good. And then Tarpani, you imagine that 13, he plays some really good minutes as well. So, you know, with a few guys out this week, they're going to have to all step up around him because that interchange is just full of, you know, a couple of middle forwards and then Nick Kotrick is going to be back through the interchange. So I'm not sure if that's going to be how they line up, but uh, yeah, that's the position that they're at there with this this team and, and how many guys they have out at the moment through, you know, suspension and also going to Origin, which is really, really cool. We have interesting one how um, you know, Campbell Graham has a sternum injury. Doesn't not going to be in camp to obviously participate in all their activities, given he's been resting through the start of the week. So they brought other people in to go through that, uh, and he's just going to rest again through the start of the week and then play in uh, you know, their game on, on Saturday. And then you move to the last game of the round. The Knights come up against the Eagles, and the biggest news here is Kalen Ponga into that fullback position. We thought Lockie Miller was going to be dropped to New South Wales Cup, and that obviously caused some issues in our sides, but he's actually been named on the bench. So I'm not sure if that's exactly how they're going to run out. But if you look at their reserves, it could be like maybe he comes out for Kurt Mann, or maybe he's just that coverage for an outside back or or an injury or something like that. He could come in, but I'm not sure how they're going to bring him into this game. Where would he play? Would he play some time? Through the middle, I'm not exactly sure, but I think that could be you know, a decent one. Just in and around the ruck, and you're know, making a few tackles there, and you know, make, just making his role pretty simple. Run hard, you know, target tired defenders, and maybe that's the way they play it. But yeah, there's a few guys out. Obviously, Jack Johns comes in for Frizzell. Adam Elliott comes into the starting side, which for me, if you're looking at him, I think he's around 15 pickup, not a 13. He's still going to lose some money this week, but you'd imagine that he does score pretty well. Probably like the the seventh or eighth best scorer in the mids this this week. I think Tavares Tola just outdoes him, so grab him first, uh, and then Elliot in like round fifteen could work really well, given he'll lose a little bit more cash there. Jacob Safidi, Hetherington, Croker on the bench in that one. Crossling gets the nine position, so good news if you are playing him this week. When Ponga goes to one, who ends up being a pretty solid pickup at that fullback position there. 
If you're going to the Manly side of things, you've got K.O. Weeks gets that one position. So for those that do own him, great news for you. He does get the fullback slot and yeah, we'll be able to do a solid job, you would hope. The game that he did play recently, he only got a 20-odd, which wasn't great. But I expect him to get a 40 in this game against the Knights. It's going to be a tough one, obviously, with a bunch of their guys out. Tommy's out, DCE's out. They'll play Schuster, they'll play Cooper Johns. Jake Arthur comes into the 21, but uh, so the 22, but he uh, is not in that interchange yet. He's still in the reserves. Interchange for them is uh, you know, Carl Lawton's still there, even after his injury. Bullymore keeps that bench spot again, so not don't look at him at the moment. Sam Fainu, so he gets that edge spot, and he'll potentially keep it. So that's something you need to look at, guys, is actually Sam Fainu. Let's have a look at him. We'll, see, we'll speak about him tomorrow, but he, he played pretty well and got 20-odd in the 50-odd minutes, and you're not expecting to play big minutes last week, and he actually looked pretty good. So he's definitely someone you could look at if you need a cheaper uh, edge. I'm actually not sure if he's edge or mid, so we'll have a look at that, as I said, and, and analyze him tomorrow. But you know, have a look at him yourself now. Um, before I will after this video and you know, work out what you might want to do with him. Joshua's the guys I think you should still avoid. He's very he's still fairly expensive, having scored, you know, still kept up with 20s and 30s there uh, in amongst you know, the random low game that he has. Ruben Garrick on the wing, you obviously would like him in that full fullback position, but he has been scoring well the last few games on, on the wing and you know, he comes in and kind of Especially when they're coming out of trouble, he found that you know gap on the right hand side and, and pierced through that and got that to Saab for a try, which is really cool. So Weeks and Garrick are probably the two main guys you should be looking at. If you're holding Paseca, then continue to do that. Sam Fainu to have a look at as well. So that's the team list heading into round 13. Obviously, very, very important guys. We'll have a good chat about all the potential options. Obviously, who we're going to hold out of the origin guys as well is going to be very, very important, but we'll, we'll make that a focus of tomorrow's video. I wish you all the best of luck heading into round 13.